because what's happening right now is not okay. There's too many people being harmed by government, too many lives being destroyed. The majority of politicians don't care. Nobody on the left has been willing to stand up to what is obvious fascism and tyranny. I'm trying to barrel through. It's like eons of information. You guys agree on 95% of the same shit. You're just arguing how to achieve it. So I, that, that does piss me off. I was having a fit and like the breakdown. I'm like, God damn it. Why the f couldn't we have run Gary Johnson 2012 in 2016? Yelling, whatever, get government out isn't good enough. And if you can answer the but what about, they are blown away. I think one of the best ways to start community, like if you don't know how or you're not really sure how to approach it in your area, is to find something that people can rally behind. It is imperative. We are the only ones with the right idea on this. We have to be the ones out there, not just on this, on everything. My good friend, uh, the host of Fritz Cast, uh, and all around badass, it is uh, Mr. Fritz. Sir, how are you doing tonight? If you casually get into the liberty movement, Larry Sharp is right. You either become more libertarian or you leave. What's up, guys? It's Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Or as the case may be, as this is going up uh, really, really late on Friday. Probably be more, more accurate to say Saturday, October 23rd. But uh, I digress. You can watch it and or listen to it whenever. So does the date really matter? Does the date really matter at all? Does, does, is, that, is that what we're going to get hung up on? Little semantics like that? Is that what we're going to get hung up on? Probably. Sorry. Sorry. I've been dealing with a lot of crap uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, not just uh, not just with uh, things like work, uh, but things like uh, uh, what's going on with the Delaware Libertarian Party. Oh, yeah. It's time for an update uh, on that uh, in a little bit. But but how are you guys? I want to know how you guys are. That That's what I do this for. I do this to figure out how you guys are, not how, not how me is. Well, except for when it is about me and how me is, <laughs> man. So the update is uh, on Monday. It was this past Monday. Yeah, it was this past Monday. Uh, at the Kent County Libertarian Party of Delaware meeting monthly meeting as we always have uh, uh i don't have to bring people up to snuff on this hopefully not at least anyway but uh if you don't know the the controversy and the uh the stuff that's gone on will mcveigh is uh is a is has been appointed as the chair not as a, not elected as the chair probably could never get elected as the chair if i had to guess uh now but uh appointed as the chair after various nefarious activities, which he is self-admitted, uh, so I don't need to go into to that much anymore. Anyway, he's he's chair of the county that I am in, and uh, we had our county meeting, which was very very contentious, and uh, and uh, among other things, we at the end of uh, this very very long meeting, that uh, if you went by the Meeting agenda was supposed to last all of about 10 minutes because I think his plan was to, to literally just meet, uh, do nothing because nothing was really on the agenda, 
and promptly adjourn the meeting, which did not happen. Good on us. I'm, I'm glad that we didn't adjourn the meeting. Because that's an easy way out for a man that can't face what he's done. Uh, but regardless, we uh, we had adopted this. And then, as you can see, I posted this out. It was shared um, by a lot of people, actually. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, prominent libertarian people passed it along. Uh, on Twitter, so it made its rounds, despite the fact that, uh, as I'll read at the bottom of the resolution, it was supposed to be uh, posted on our uh, website and social media channels, and uh, while Will contends that he did that, but he made it so that he could control the access of who would be able to see it directly or who would be directed to it, uh, again, violating the spirit of something, which he, he knows no bounds of, this is what we passed, and it was, you know, I said on Monday, October 18th, we, the Kent County Libertarian Party, had a pretty heated meeting chaired by Will McVeigh. We read and voted on this resolution below, passing 11-6. to 6. As noted in the final paragraph, it was to be posted within 48 hours. It has not been posted. Will argues that he did, in fact, post it. Uh, semantics. Who cares about semantics? Um, who cares about the spirit of, of things? Because it's about the letter of things, and if there's an exploitable weakness uh, or something, Will will find it and use it to his advantage, uh, as he did with, uh, well, as he believes he did anyway, with, with weak bylaws that he now righteously claims he will close so that it couldn't possibly be done to him. But regardless, the motion reads... Whereas on October 1st, a purge of three duly elected Libertarian Party of Delaware board members was attempted, whereas working in concert, state board members Will McVeigh, Brandy Kirchvall, James Brittingham, Joe DePasquale, and Mary Pat McVeigh tried to remove Bill Hines, Amy Lepore, and Dave Casey from the LPDE board after claiming to pass a bylaw amendment that allowed them to do so, whereas the alleged bylaw amendment notification made 30 days before the vote to adopt it cannot syntactically be interpreted as such, it fails as appropriate notification. Even if it could be read in this manner, the ad hoc meeting called suddenly to vote on its adoption was also not properly notified. And I digress, something that Joe D. Pasquale complains about because Bill Hines tried to call an emergency meeting and um, got mad that Joe D. Pasquale could not be a part of it, and yada, yada, yada. That's, I constantly hear Joe D. Pasquale bring that one up. Uh, which, you know, if sidebar, if that happened, you know, I'll agree with you. It's fucked up. And Joe, I'd like to talk with you uh, personally about your intentions, why you did everything that you did. And I'm not going to, I'm uh, not going to cast judgment as I have cast judgment. Uh, I would have a civil conversation with you over it, um, but notwithstanding. Notwithstanding, regardless, uh, ad hoc meeting was not properly notified. A motion was made by a board member and seconded, so it may be said that a meeting was indeed convened, but absent proper slash timely notification to all board members, the substance of the meeting is nullified. Thus, the action taken by the subset of the state board is considered 
doubly dead on arrival. Resolved. After a careful examination of the facts, the Kent County Libertarian Party of Delaware has determined that this action was a procedural failure in several key respects and recognizes its outcome as void. Resolved that this body unequivocally rejects the notion that the composition of the state board has changed, with the exception of the party's secretary resignation on 927, which none of this would have been possible without. It's not blaming Dale because Dale is the sweetest, kindest, gentlest man alive. He's a freaking saint, and it's a shame that he had to resign because this is a shit show. Uh, so that being said, because everybody loves Dale. There's not a, a single person that you would find that hates Dale. Uh, since its officers were duly elected at the most recent party convention in June 2021, a mere four or five months ago, however long ago it is now, um... Resolved, the KCLP will not recognize any changes made at the behest of the illegitimate board now claiming to have authority. Further, the KCLP believes the manner in which this action was conducted was grossly unethical, and where the current possession of the party's financial and communication assets are concerned, the action may have even been illegal. Resolved, the KCLP urges Will McVeigh, Brandy, blah, 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 the people involved to suspend their illegitimate board activities, join us in the condemnation of this action, and resign from their leadership roles immediately so that the entire farce may be considered a quickly corrected lapse in judgment or the product of being led astray by malevolent actors. Resolved, this is a special, or that a special three-person committee to investigate KCLP officers Will McVeigh, Mary Pat, and Brandy Kershaw's involvement in this manner to be convened immediately. This process should be done via nomination and simple majority vote of the body to confirm. Resolved that this resolution in its entirety be posted without comment on the KCLP's website and social media channels by the chair within 48 hours of its passing. I, uh, I, I still think if you go on the uh, Libertarian Party of Delaware website. It's not there. It might be there. We'll take a little trip down the rabbit hole and go to the Kent County LPD page. There's October 2021. Last updates are from October 11th. Not, these are all the, uh, these are all the resolutions that we passed in the September meeting. So the October meeting, oh look, here's the, here's the October meeting agenda. We were supposed to convene at 7 p.m., adopt the agenda, read and approve the minutes, five minutes, which we don't even, we usually waive that. The treasurer's report, one minute. Notification of the state board representative election, which because Will intended to step down from the state board position representative as from the, as the county representative on the state board because he is quote-unquote the chair. He said he intended to. He did not commit to it. He intended to, did not commit to, would not confirm or deny. Uh, the platform committee was slated for Five minutes, but didn't do anything. So it was five minutes that they, it was five minutes that wasn't going to be happening. But we did renew the committee, uh, and then we were to adjourn. So as you can see, it was supposed to be a total, a grand total of eleven freaking minutes. 
of a meeting uh, and you know that's what the minutes state but as you can see we were just on the page it's not there um, am I doing something wrong he and you know a bunch of the people that like trolling this this issue in our discord as we were bickering and, and moaning and groaning the other day um, were stating that it was and that they seen it uh, but the general public seems to not be able to see it, and it seems like they're snickering and laughing because the general public didn't see or couldn't see it because he could direct who, who whom he would want to see it, and yada 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 whatever. They violated the spirit of of the resolution, but that's that's what happens. That's that's what happens. So I'm I'm past it right now uh, because it's posted it's out there people can see it and the rest of the shenanigans i don't think will last much longer uh but until uh, but until we get to a, a point where we can get rid of the shenanigans uh they've already <laughs> they've already laid out how they would try to move to disaffiliate the party from national if national got involved um so there, there's lots of what I feel is back against the wall um, desperation. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong on everything. I don't know. I'm kind of new, but so was Joe, who incepted this plot. Um, as he proudly stated on Dan Smott's podcast, where you both just... I don't know how you did that and walked away with it and f and walked away from it and felt good or felt like you won people over or maybe you just don't care. I don't know. It's not my place to, to know, but I would talk to both of you. Um, I, I, I honestly, I would talk to both of you. Uh, not on my show. I, I wouldn't have you on the show. Um, I don't think you'd want to do the show, but it's that you know what it's there, it's there if you wanna. I it, clearly you're gonna say that I'm biased, and I'm gonna say that you're biased though. So I don't think that would be the makings of a good show. Least to say, but uh, <laughs> that meeting went to be like an hour and a half long, or whatever. And I love when that happens, by the way, because I work midnights. And I live here, I live, uh, it takes me about a half hour to get to the location where we have these meetings. So yeah, I feel really good about potentially driving to a meeting that's only going to last 11 minutes when it takes me 30 minutes to drive to it. Um, and then I, you know, if it if it drags on like it did that night and it did um, before, then I promptly have to leave because otherwise I will get home and have to turn right around and go to work rather than being able to go home, get a shower, maybe get, you know, something else ready or even catch like a light nap uh, or just spend time with my wife because our, because our daughter's asleep. Um, that's another, that's a separate issue though because this meeting's only once a month. Anyways, one month, one Monday out of the month. Oh, <sighs> So, we shared that like hotcakes. 
But that's the current standings of the uh, the Libertarian Party of Delaware situation. Uh, they're still uh, Bill, Amy. Um, they're they're still doing shows. I think they were just on Josh Smith the other day. And uh, no, this isn't this isn't planned. This isn't ready. But there could potentially be. Oh, there could potentially be. You never know. An episode of Fritzcast down the pike where they might be on. You you never know. You never know. And Will, Joe, if, if you guys want to come on, it's there. But, again, again, well, the, it's not like we exactly get along. It's not like exactly like we get along. Not from the convention on up. Not since I moved to this county. But whatever. Besides that, there's been a there's been a lot on my mind. Um, you know, if you if you listen to the new intro to the show, uh, I have lots of quotes on there, and and one of the ones that I have on there is like is is where I say it's like I'm digging through eons of information. And it really is because so much has happened in the past like two weeks with with this infrastructure bill that keeps it. They keep chopping down the price of the infrastructure bill, the three point five trillion infrastructure bill, according to Jen Psaki, at least anyway, was going to cost zero dollars. But even though it was going to cost zero dollars, they're consistently lowering it. It's somewhere in the two billion range now, and Republicans want it in the one billion range. Uh, either way, it's still costs however much it, it costs because that's how money works. But it's insane. Like we've had the China thing, the China, the China launched that, uh, supersonic nuclear missile that went around the globe and then hit its, hit its target. It didn't hit its target. Apparently it was. It was uh, several dozen miles off of its target. I'm not 100% on that. But I just heard, I was just today listening to like clips from podcasts and very other various other news sources. And apparently Jen Psaki was questioned about that. And she said something about, we like competition amongst, uh, you know, amongst the... Uh, other nations and all that. And I'm like, no, you can't, no, you can't stop. Really? We like competition. It's a supersonic nuclear missile. We like competition. We like competition with supersonic nuclear missiles. I I don't, I don't like competition with supersonic nuclear missiles. If we're going to have supersonic nuclear missiles, I would prefer that perhaps we be the only nation with them. But also, I, I really would perhaps wish that they didn't exist at all and that governments didn't have them because all that leads to is dead people, and that's bad. And that's the only thing, <laughs> that's the only thing that government's good at nowadays is, is taxing people, suppressing freedom, and killing. That's it. That's the only things the government's efficient at, and people should be wary of that. I mean, there's crazy stuff like that. Just to just today, Alec Baldwin killed a man, or killed a woman, rather. Now, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be serious about the situation. I have joked uh, 
I have cracked a joke or two about the situation. I may have posted a gif or two of, of Alec Baldwin. But apparently on the set of this independent film, Rust, which is supposed to be some kind of Western, um, Alec Baldwin had a prop gun and shot and killed the director of photography, who was a 42-year-old up-and-coming um, up and coming woman um, who uh, a lot of people are a lot of people are on the internet uh, hardcore right now paying their respects to her of course since it happened this morning it's nowhere on the uh, it's nowhere on my twitter feed which there's a way to <laughs> there's a way to fix that. We just Google Alec Baldwin. Look at this. Alec Baldwin was told gun and fatal shooting on set was safe. Officials say. He shot and killed the film's cinematographer, director of photography, and wounded its director. Uh, I want to get this person's name. Helena Hutchins? Helena Hutchins. I'm going to guess that's Helena Hutchins. 42, the film's director of photography, was struck in the chest, flown to the University of New Mexico Hospital in Albuquerque, where she died. Joel Souza, 48, is the film's director. He was shot in the shoulder area and wounded, and he was taken to Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center and later released. Uh, this is the tragic bit, though, right, though, right, right now. Um... Look at this. An assistant director grabbed one of the three prop guns that the film's armorer had set up outside on a gray cart, handed it to Mr. Baldwin, and according to an affidavit signed by Detective Joel Cano of the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office yelled, Cold gun, which was supposed to indicate that the gun did not have any live rounds in it. When Mr. Baldwin fired the gun, law enforcement officials said it struck and killed the film's cinematographer and wounded its director and raised new questions about firearm safety on film sets. The assistant director, quote, did not know live rounds were in the prop gun when he gave it to Mr. Baldwin, according to the affidavit, which was made part of a search warrant application. The affidavit did not specify what kind of ammunition the gun had been loaded with. That's tragic. That is tragic. And... There's lots of people relentlessly writing Alec Baldwin right now. Alec Baldwin's character um, and past uh, shenanigans and, and other things aside, um, this is still a very tragic story. And, and surprisingly, I mean, while it's a... While we can't say it... 
I guess you could say it's a rarity, right? There's lots of movies made with lots of guns. But uh, it's not the first time this has happened. Uh, there's Brandon Bruce Lee being shot on the set of, uh, what was it, the uh, the Crow movies. Uh, there was another actor, I forget, who was doing a Russian roulette scene and, and ended up getting killed. Uh, and there has been numerous uh, stabbings and, and slashings and you know, prop knives going wrong on film sets as well. It, it, it's amazing that, uh, I don't know, that there's not a greater attention to detail on these things, especially when it comes to, like, guns. I, I don't know, as a gun, as somebody who's handled guns, both professionally and recreationally, it always surprises me that there's not, I don't know, like a thousand percent safeguarding on a film set because even with a prop gun, even with blanks, even with, I don't know, cartridges that can just, you know, that, that just do off many explosives or whatever on, on a set, you still follow the strict, the strictest gun safety. I just re- I just realized because I have the fan on my flag in the background's wafting. So if anybody <laughs> if anybody's sitting there tripping out going going what's going on in the background? It's good. Yeah, my fan's on. Okay. My fan's on, flag's wafting. You're not going crazy. You might be high. I don't know. But you would think a thousand percent gun safety regardless, right? Like, yeah, they're prop guns. Yeah, they're yeah, they're not loaded. They have blanks or whatever. And but you would still think that that has to be followed. I mean, like last I checked, the movie Gettysburg, they fire off. I don't know. There's like thousands of gunshots and thousands of cannon explosions in Gettysburg, and I don't think they had a registered injury. <laughs> and and. This goes this this goes to say too. I've been to many a, a civil war reenactment, and I've never seen somebody shot. I've been to revolutionary war reenactment and hasn't seen people shot. I mean, I've seen people fake shot, but it ends up being fake. People don't end up dying. So that's a crazy story, though, isn't it? That that kind of rocked the world this morning. Another one that rocked my world this morning. Is this one. Biden approval rating slips to 41%. Look at at this. Let's get rid of these pop-ups. Get rid of these stupid ads. I know I can stop being a cheap bum. Quote, President Biden's approval rating has slid underwater to 41% according to a new CNBC All-America Economics Survey. The survey released Thursday found the president 11 points underwater. Why is it underwater? What is this some kind of global warming reference? With 52% of Americans saying they disapprove of President Biden's performance in the White House so far, with just 40% of Americans saying they approve of his handling of the economy. 54% of respondents said they disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy. 
Thursday's poll, which surveyed 800 Americans from October 14th to October 17th and had a margin error of 3.5 percentage points, showed Biden's overall approval rating down seven points from July when 48% approved of his performance and 45% disapproved. In terms of the president's handling of coronavirus, half of Americans approved, compared to 53% of Americans in July. 45% said those of those surveyed said they disapproved of his handlings of the coronavirus. Uh, Americans' concern over the economy, inflation, and the supply chain disruptions are rising. That's going to, by the way, that's going to continue to rise because what's around the corner are the holidays. And if shortages and supply chain, supply chain interruptions are there for the holidays, for the Christmas season and all that, people are going to be mad. People are going to be pissed off. It's the same way that when people go to the gas pump right now, they're kind of pissed off. I'm kind of pissed off if I go to the gas pump and I have a car that gets 36 to 37 miles to the gallon. It's a Kia Soul, by the way. Uh, and that's not an ad. But uh, <clears throat> that is... It's this. This is not surprising to me, though. This is this is par for the course when it comes to presidential approval ratings and how these things work. Because this is, America's divided. America, as as the media would tell you, America's divided fifty fifty, practically, or forty nine fifty one, or fifty two forty eight. That's that's the breaks. That's what happens when we live in this weak system that is dominated by the duopoly. It's dominated by two parties, two Republicans and Democrats. And I know what you're thinking, Fritz, you're a libertarian show. What about the libertarians? What about the libertarian party? Libertarian party is a shit show. My own state. Should be should be proof of that, but it's not just my own state. It's nationwide, nationwide. The Libertarian Party. Think about it. The Libertarian Party has been around for how long? And has been how effective? It's been relatively ineffective. It's been relatively quiet uh, because uh, for for a long time it was just these little social club meetings that people used to have where they wouldn't do anything or get anything done uh, or or not be working within the state. And that's, that's the thing. Political parties are hard. Getting into politics is hard because you can't just sit and vote. You got to dedicate time. You got to dedicate effort. You got to outreach. In one way or another, you got to financially donate to a statistically, if you're talking about libertarians, you're, do- you're financially donating to a statistically weak party when maybe one of the other two can get you a higher percentage of something that you want, depending on your situation. I'm sure it's different in different places. I'm sure that libertarians in New Hampshire, for example. I think that's where the Free State Project is, right? I'm sure libertarians there have a different perspective because of how things run in New Hampshire. I remember uh, 
Andrew Heaton, who is a hilarious individual, whom, if you don't listen to his podcast or follow his stuff, you should. Uh, I believe he said New Hampshire. I, I remember him talking about New Hampshire's political setup. And it just sounded like supremely appealing versus how it works in much of the rest of the nation. Uh, but regardless, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to say, but Fritz, you're libertarian. You're talking about breaking the duopoly. And I am. I'm talking about that. But guess what? That's not easy. It's not easy when it's detrimental to the two parties. Anything that's detrimental to the two parties is not going to be easy to put forward in the United States. But the fact is, is that that power doesn't really lie with those parties if we as, if we as a people reject it. If we as a people state enough is enough and that we're not going to play this game anymore we have a lot of power as people the people have a lot of power the parties want you to believe that you don't have a lot of power and that the people that don't agree with you are your enemy that's how a lot of people see this is there's statistics out there now that talk about how People see political opponents or political rivals, people who do not see the world as they see it. They consider these people enemies. I want you to think about that. Enemies. If people don't agree with me, I don't see them as an enemy, per se. There's some subject there's some subjugation to that. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. But let's just let's break it down to some let's break it down to some things. Perhaps you're somebody who believes that universal health care is a thing that should be given to all Americans. I disagree with you. You're not my mortal enemy for thinking that. You probably have well intentions behind your desire for that, whereas I look at it and I see the system of government that's in place, how that would work in the system of government that's in place, and all the bad things, whereas you look at it and maybe see all the good things and all the, all the good things that you could tackle and, and get rid of. And I'm not arguing that there are, I'm not arguing that there's not things to get rid of in the system. I think that's another thing that happens when people talk about politics and policy. It's as if you say, well, I'm for universal health care because I care about people and I care about the cost of these things and I want everybody to have it. And if I say, I, I don't think that's a good idea, instead of attacking me on, on the ideas front, people say, oh, you just want everybody to die. Oh, you just hate poor people. It's not the case. That's not it's not the case. And it doesn't mean me saying that too doesn't mean like I want to keep the exact system that's in place now either. I think that's I think that's a problem. We get into these bickering arguments about things being one way or another and not coming to the conclusion that there's uh, 
a lot of nuance. There's a lot more out there. I was just eating ice, by the way. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot more out there. There's a lot more ground to cover than just, are you for or against it? Are you with us or are you against us? That's the way of the Sith, by the way. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. Very freaking contradictory, Obi-Wan. Why do I bring this up? Why do I bring this up? I bring this up because Andrew Yang, the man that people love to hate, uh, has created something. He's created, what's this? The forward party. He's trying to push. I don't think this is an actual political party yet. I believe if I, I saw it on Google... I thought on Google, and Google is never wrong. Uh, if if you look on the Wikipedia page, it says the Forward Party is a political action committee that seeks to form a new political party in the United States. Um, so take that for what you will. Uh, it's Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is known for being um, this kind of like dualistic, you know, not left, not right, forward, the forward party. So I would play the clip, I but I told you I'm still working with uh, glitches in, in my system and all that, I, and I'm giving you forwardparty.com. Go there. You can watch these clips. Um, But... Like, just, just read the snippet right here. Welcome to the forward party. This is out of Andrew Yang's mouth. Um, quote, I started the forward party for a few big reasons. The main one is one we can all see. The current two-party duopoly is not working. Andrew Yang, sidebar, loves libertarians, by the way. He loves the libertarian thinking of the two-party system, the duopoly, the Democrats and the Republicans are one and the same, yada, yada, yada. Andrew Yang is on board with that. That means, libertarians, that Andrew Yang is somewhat of an ally. Whether we agree with every platform plank that he has or not, whether we think he has smart ideas or not, Andrew Yang gets the fact that the two-party system sucks. Libertarians should not pride themselves on being the, quote, largest third party in America because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean jack squat. Continuing, while the two major parties have different issues, we can all see that polarization is getting worse and worse with 42% of both parties regarding the other as not just mistaken but evil. Neither side is able to meaningfully solve problems so we all get angrier and angrier. And that's a fact. Is that not a fact? 
Democrats talk all about the Republicans, the Republicans, the Republicans. And mind you, why the Democrats say that? They know that there's many Republican voters out there. They know that they're alienating those Republican voters, and they don't care. The GOP does the same thing. The Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrats. We hate them. They hate us. We all hate each other. And it sucks. So, Andrew Yang starting this forward party thing. Now, before anybody goes, oh, hey, I'm going to jump on that. Here's his core principles of the forward party. Okay. Uh, Ranked choice voting and open primaries. Great idea. Love ranked choice voting and open primaries. Libertarians, if they haven't already embraced the idea of ranked choice voting and open primaries, they need to. Because that's something that strategically would help us as a party. Absolutely would help us as a party. It would open up possibilities. We would have we would be more vocal. We would be more that we would have more attention paid to us and people running for office would have to lean that way inevitably to try to garner votes from us. And when it comes down when it comes down to it, I've never I've never cared to vote for a libertarian just because they're a libertarian, just because they have the L by their name. I don't vote for somebody to advance a party. I vote for principles. So there's that. But we also have fact-based governance, which is legisla- legislation should be judged on outcomes, not ideologies. Okay. Human-centered capitalism. We must humanize our economy to work for us instead of continuing to see ourselves as inputs into a system. It's very eccentric. You know, I don't know. I can't explain it as well as him. And I would like to, and I have reached out to Andrew Yang because I would love to have a conversation about uh, some of this stuff more in depth and and get his perspective on these things. Uh, I'm a small libertarian program, though. So will will Andrew Yang and his people accept that? I have no idea. But it's out there. Effective and modern government interacting with our government should be easy and painless, even elevating instead of something to dread. Libertarians are now cringing. They will cringe more as the next plank is universal basic income. Andrew Yang pitches it as the government investing in the people. I'm not going to dive into the nuances of that right now. Maybe, maybe we can. Maybe we can do an episode where we do that. Grace and tolerance. We're all human and fallible. We need to give each other the benefit of the doubt. I absolutely agree with that. So this is just this is interesting. And look at this look at this platform. So we've got ooh, we've got a big platform. Shoot. American scorecard. Measure economic prosperity using wider index that measures human as well as monetary ind- indicators. Term limits. Support a constitutional amendment that would limit individuals to a maximum of 18 years in each chamber of Congress. Too long needs to be shorter. <laughs> ranked choice vo- voting. Adopt ranked choice voting systems for all elections that better captures the will of the majority of voters. 
Open primaries, love it. Independent redistrict redistricting commissions. Uh, voters should be choosing their representatives rather than representatives choosing their voters. Okay. Uh, data as a property right. Enhance the ability of individuals to keep their privacy intact and their autonomy while using modern inter- devices and the internet. Okay. Stop the D.C. revolving door. Limit the ability of elected officials and regulators to move immediately into lucrative positions that give them a motive to fail proper, motive to fail to properly regulate an industry while in public service. That's actually, you know, that's probably not a bad one to look at. Citizens Portal would enable the government to better serve its people, providing information and services directly to everyone. Hmm. Uh, Department of Technology, automatic tax filing, democracy dollars, uh, you know, some other stuff too. Um, just, it's interesting though. It's interesting. I think it, I think it's something to look at. Just because uh, I, I know some people might, out there might be like, "Oh, but wait, you're libertarian." But I thought you were libertarian. I thought you were championing libertarian principles. Absolutely, but guess what? More parties in the mix isn't necessarily a bad thing, and I hope Will doesn't hear me say that because I've criticized him for creating parties. I've criticized him for creating parties in the position of the Libertarian Party, in positions of power in the Libertarian Party, because I think that that's bad. I do think that that is bad. But having more political parties is a good thing. Um, And Andrew Yang has the reach... He has the reach, he has the communication abilities, and he has somewhat of a following to the to the degree that he could make something significant here um, that that could work. And, and at this point, anything that frustrates and angers the duopoly is good. Libertarians should like that. I think libertarians should like the idea of a forward party coming up, uh, even if it's something that we wouldn't defect to. Because I would rather people be in something like this forward party than just be like, well, no, we just got to keep going with Republican and Democrat because that's the way it is. I want more Americans to... I said this the other day, in fact. There was a poll, and I posted it on my Twitter from from some agency. And this will be the last thing that we touch up on, too, but... uh, Let me see. I retweet a lot of crap on my Twitter as of late. Oh, yeah, here it is. Americans, we want change in our... We want change in our politics sucks. Also Americans, Biden and Trump tied in potential 2024 matchup. So I posted that, and somebody actually like had a discussion with me in which they said, well, I'm sure that Biden and Trump were the only options provided on this 2024 poll. And I said, yes, that might be true. But I still want Americans to say neither. I want more Americans to say neither and refuse to answer said poll with just the two options. If Americans did that more often, if Americans told the media to shove it more often, if Americans stood up and said no more often, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. 
there might be some nuances in there that that we need to you know hammer out with differences and all that. But that's the thing. I'm getting sick of of a world where people point fingers at each other and see each other as enemies and 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 think not only are they enemies, but they're like my mortal enemy. I can't live with this person. They're bad. They're evil. I I don't want that anymore. And I'm wondering, how do we get out of that? Where's the breaking point? Do do the tensions keep rising to these these civil war levels as they are, as Andrew Yang has, has pointed out? Like, the tensions just keep going up and going up and going up. And it's bad. It's bad for us. It's bad for everybody. And it's not, it doesn't bring a good outcome. It does not bring a good outcome. And as somebody that doesn't want to see, as somebody that doesn't want to see continued hatred and vitriol and violence, anything, you know, things that can get us out of that is the direction that I would prefer to go. That's honestly what I would prefer. So that was a that was a boatload of stuff, right? Take a breath, breathe for a minute. So uh, as I said, something like this, this hasn't been scheduled yet. Um, it might not even happen. I don't know, but it could be down the pike. I have been talking to several people to to be guests in the coming weeks. Uh, one such as uh, Karen Ann Hardlos, the Pink Flame of Liberty. Uh, she might be coming on to the show uh, relatively soon. I might be doing that that special episode that I just showed you a picture of. Uh, and there's a handful of others. Andrew Yang is at the top of, of the list. If Andrew Yang somehow reached back out and was willing to come on such a little man show to talk about the forward party in his latest book, I would I would oblige. I, I think I'd have a I think that would make for a great conversation. Uh, even even as much as I don't agree with everything that he's putting forward. But still would love to talk. And that's the way that we become better as people. We talk to each other more. And even if we disagree, at the end of that talk, we look each other in the eye and we say, all right, you're not a bad person. You're not my mortal enemy. You don't want me dead. I don't want you dead. That's important. I've been saying that a lot, I think, lately. But guys, that's going to do it for me for this week. So remember, I love you. You can follow me on Twitter at FritzQS, Facebook.com slash TheFritzCast. FritzCastPodcast at gmail.com is my email hub where you can send me messages on the private if if you're so inclined, if you so want to. And... I know I didn't do a show last week. Next week, I sh- I should be doing a show next week. However, I'm going to be working uh, like 14 days straight. I'm, I've picked up shifts on my days off. So I might be just a schmucks din and busy and not do an episode. Uh, but in any case... When I see you next, I'll see you next. I love you. Enjoy. And I'll see you when I see you.